I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist, with your daily relationship nugget. For several sessions, I have been reading from an outstanding book. It is called Boundaries in Dating, written by Dr. Townsend and Dr. Cloud. They are world-renowned clinical psychologists. My last episode was episode number 10. I said that will be the last one. But you know something? I couldn't resist it. I saw another chapter I thought I should read. It's under the title, Set Appropriate Physical Limits. So here it is. Jenny and Dave have been dating for a while. They were having fun, spending more and more time together, sharing more thoughts and feelings, and naturally feeling closer. They spent a lot of time together enjoying mutual interests like movies, sports, and spiritual activities. They felt like they were falling in love. Physically, they were becoming more affectionate also. Hugs were turning into kisses. They enjoyed the closeness, never thinking that they would get into trouble. But kissing were turning into more desires. They were both committed to their values of abstinence before marriage. So, always before it got too heated, they would back off. They both felt comfortable with each other. Their relationship went along for a while like this until one night they went too far. They had been lying on the floor watching videos and feeling very warm and close. Beginning with innocent affection, they moved on from there. Jenny felt as if it had happened almost without her. Her values about physical limits before marriage were strong. But that night, her values seemed to be somewhere far away from her awareness that she got lost in the closeness with Dave. She really wondered, in a way, how it happened. Afterwards, she felt bad and was remorseful about having given herself away. She had had no intention of going that far, The guilt was pretty strong, but at the same time, she felt confused. Very aware of her feelings for Dave, she began to wonder why loving him physically was so wrong. Everything had felt so good or right, even if it was wrong. Confusion and doubt began to take over her mind. She felt herself drifting away from him, even as she was drawn closer. Now she was feeling not at all like her old self, and she wondered what to do from there. Here's the issue. You are past 13, single, and have a body that is ready for sex. But you are not married. You are probably dating, finding yourself in situations where either your partner, yourself, or both of you, or just your body is saying, go for it. How far is too far? Why should you wait? Are you missing out on something good and depriving yourself for no reason? Or is there a good reason to have limits on sexual expression? What will it hurt, you ask yourself, at the time knowing that something is wrong? Or the issue takes on meaning in your dating relationship. Will he still love you if you say no? Or if you really love him, wouldn't he say yes? Remember, I'm reading from the book Boundaries in Dating by two world-renowned clinical psychologists, Dr. Townsend and Dr. Cloud. Let me continue. This is a subtitle, 
the big rule, and more. If you have hung around the church for very long, you have probably heard that God wants people to reserve sex for marriage. For many people, both inside and outside the church, it does not make sense. It feels so good, and it is good for the relationship, and both people are consenting. Then what is the problem? For many people, sexual abstinence is just a religious rule that makes no sense. But for others, it has real value for experience in dating and the single life. They have reaped the consequences of pain that sex out of commitment of marriage can bring. They feel that there are good reasons to wait. First of all, let us see what the rule is. And then let's talk about it in the context of dating. It is God's will that you should be satisfied, that you should avoid sexual immorality. Not in passionate lust like the heathen who do not know God. And then, in this matter, no one should wrong his brother or take advantage of him. The Lord will punish men for all such sins as we have already told you and warned you. For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. Therefore, he who rejects this instruction does not reject man, but God. That's a quotation from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 3 to 8. In this passage, it is not the rule, but the reasons as well. Let's look at them one by one. Holy and honorable. Basically, holiness means purity and to be set aside for high purpose. Honor means that something has great weight. Literally, when I looked up the Greek word used here for honor, it means things like dignity, precious, of a high price or value. Basically, God is not saying for you to become a weird person roaming in the desert who is not romantic or sexual or passionate. He loves those things. But what he begins with saying here is that sex is not a casual thing. It is holy, set apart for a high purpose. In fact, it is the highest form of expression that you can give your romantic lover for him. And, for that reason, like other things of high value, to spend it casually or unwisely is foolish. You have spent all that you have and maybe have nothing to show for it after the music has died. Amanda felt that way when she and Monty broke up. She had thought that he was the one. He talked a lot about being together forever. She was sure that he loved her, and he talked about one day getting engaged when he was really ready. He wanted to be stable in his profession before he got married and wanted to wait. It sounded good for her. But why should they wait to enjoy each other? So they began sleeping together. After all, they would one day get married. But... As the common story goes, Monty decided later that he just did not see marriage in his immediate future. They broke up. Amanda was devastated. She felt as if her heart was ripped out of her. So she thought she would be together forever. She gave herself. She felt as if a lot of herself went away as well. In short, she had spent it all and was left with nothing to show for giving herself away. In contrast, I talked to a man recently who had also found the one. They were headed for marriage, 
but having had a few experiences like Amanda, he decided to wait. As things began to get more serious, the man's girlfriend also decided that marriage was not for her at the time in her life. So she broke it off with him. He was grieved and loved her and wanted to be with her. But in contrast to the other times in his life, he was not broken. Part of the reason was he was able to move on with his heart intact because of his decision not to have sex. He felt more whole and like he had more integrity. Why? Because sex and the heart are connected. What is the first lesson here? It is that sex is a part of the purpose and has great value. It is for lifelong commitment and needs to be esteemed. In a physical and spiritual sense, it is all you can give someone. Therefore, it should not be given away lightly, in the same way that you do give your life away to anyone but the person you marry. So your body should belong only to the person you marry as well. It is all you have. Don't throw it away. Give it to someone who is going to give himself to you forever. I've been reading from the book Boundaries and Dating. I hope you enjoyed it. Now go and buy the book Boundaries and Dating by Townsend and Cloud. I am Barrington Brennan. This has been your relationship nugget. I am keeping a smile on your heart. Mm -hmm.